This is episode 26 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Hey there, thanks so much for listening today. I'm Shannon Kinney Dew, creator of A Free Spirit Life, and I'm a holistic life and spiritual coach. In today's show, we're talking about surrendering. What does it mean? I've heard it lots of times in my own life. And uh, sometimes I don't even understand what it means to surrender, to let go, and how to decide what to let go of. We're going to talk about it today because I'm going through some surrendering in my own life. I am in a place where for the last eight years I've been working online. I've been teaching and coaching and mentoring. And for the first time in 10 years as being a parent, my kids are in school at certain parts of the day all at the same time. And what that means for me, because the choices we made as parents was that I stayed home and worked from home while being with the kids. I now have some preschool hours during the day and I can start building my business. I've been building it for the last eight years, but um, it gives me more hours to do personal coaching and to grow some projects I'm working on. But with that has come this need to really look at where I put my energy, where I want to be intentional, and where I need to let go so that I'm not doing too much. And I'm sure you can feel that in your own life because so often we add things to our plate without setting some of those plates aside, right? I'm sure you have found that, that even if, let's say you're um, a parent, you know, you add one kid and two kids, maybe a dog and a house, all of a sudden you have a lot to take care of. And maybe you're taking on a part-time job or it's in addition to, you know, some passions that you have. And then you realize, oh, you haven't worked out in a long time, so you better work out. And then you have to make some, you know, healthy meals for the family. And it goes on and on and on and on. And those plates continue to spin and you're balancing them all without putting some plates down. And at some point, we have to look and say, how much harder do we want to work? And what are we working for? Where are we really going? And where is the peace? Where is the joy? Where is the contentment in our daily lives? And surrendering to me is a practice in letting go, but it's also not just letting go of activities or letting go of doing too much. To me, it's a mindset shift, really. To practice surrendering means to stop trying to control the outcomes of every moment in every day. Some of you are entrepreneurs or um, working really hard on a creative project or writing a book or writing your own blog, or doing something that you are creating and passionate about and you want to share and you want to put all of your attention into. And you're trying to work harder and harder and harder, um, but realizing that there just aren't enough hours in the day. 
And not only that, but have you found that the more you work, the more stressed you feel, the less grounded and clear and confident we feel. And a lot of times we start creating our life around fear, around our what ifs. What if we don't make enough money next month? Month. What if um, our cars break down? What if um, I'm a failure and I fail at this? And these constant what ifs happen. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is, is we get so caught up in trying to control the outcome of every little aspect of our lives, even our own kids. If you have children, you know, what if they're not the smartest in the class? Or what if they don't get into that school that we've been working so hard? Or what if they don't make that team? And we suck the joy out of just living and experiencing daily life. Maybe you don't have a kid, but maybe you're looking at your life right now thinking, you know, what if this isn't the right relationship or what if this isn't the right path for me or this isn't the right job I should be doing? And again, we're living in a state of fear. And so for me, when I remember to surrender, it is this calling, this reminder, this inner nudging to say, Breathe, relax, trust, and to move forward with a more open heart and a more open mind, one that isn't so attached and connected to the perfect outcome. And you know what that does and why most of us don't surrender is because it makes us feel scared. It is scary because it's so unknown. And it's scary either way because it's still unknown, but somehow we try to trick ourselves into thinking that we can can really control how everything turns out. But most of you have probably lived long enough to know that we are constantly bombarded by unknowns. Now we can prepare, right? We can put savings away and prepare for those things when the car does break down or when the tree falls on the roof or when the basement floods. Like we can do things that help us feel a little more secure and prepared. That is healthy. But what about trying to be so controlled with your outcome, that you're actually become tunnel visioned. You are so in a project that you put your nose down and you stress for hours and hours trying to make it happen without experiencing a little play, without meeting a friend for lunch, without looking up and seeing what's going on around you. And so my call for you today and for me is to how can we look at life a little differently today? How can we take a perspective shift and notice when we are acting in fear and when we are acting out of love and trust and surrender? So back to my own life, 
I have several options opening up for me, and I can go in a couple different directions, um, in particular with my work. Now, a few of the options feel a little more fear-based. They feel like if I go that route and I take them on, that although they might provide some security for me, will they really be the right ways to use my energy at this time? Um, Will I be taking them on just because it allows me um, a constant paycheck, but it may not be in line with the business I'm building? Now, there's a couple other options that are seem very unknown. They seem scarier in a lot of ways because they aren't secure. They aren't um, a sure thing, but they definitely light me up. They definitely make me feel excited, passionate. They're in line with my, my life's work. They're even harder in a lot of ways because they really take my full attention. Um, there's just a lot of unknowns. And so how do I make a decision? And, and for you, you're going through some things right now. You, maybe you have a job that you is new to you and you're wondering if it's the right path. Is this going to lead you to that place that you hope you'd like to be someday? Or... Are you holding on to it because you're fearful that you won't find something else? So how do we make those decisions that aren't so logical and so in our heads that they keep us from trusting the unknown and taking a leap of faith and going for an opportunity opportunity that feels scary, but that you know feels right. So one way that you can start to check in with yourself is always ask, is this decision, am I, am I making this choice out of fear or out of love? And sometimes it's still hard to discern because you're thinking about it. When you think about fear, I want you to think about constriction. When we're in a state of fear, we are more stressed. We breathe more shallowly. Everything in our body constricts or feels more um, tight, rigid. There's tension in fear. When you're making decisions based out of love, a new opportunity, inspiration, trust, you will feel an expansiveness. Now, you can feel nervous in both situations. And so that's why it's really important to learn how to listen to your body. And um, you, you can sit quietly. You can do this on a walk in nature. You could do this in a hot bath or, or when you're having a cup of tea with your journal. We all need to find ways that help us get quiet. That's the first thing. Get quiet and do what you can to get out of your head. Maybe a good game of tennis or a good run helps you get out of your head. Like when I go work out at a, at a cardio class or a dance class, I don't think. I just follow along, listen to great music, and I feel better. So do something to to break all the thinking and get out of your head when you're trying to make a decision on something that feels scary. Then check in with yourself. Breathe a little bit. Maybe place your hand on your heart. Close your eyes. Notice your breath. If it feels really shallow, you might take one hand 
place it on your belly, just below your belly button. And imagine that your belly is a balloon. And as you inhale, you're filling up your balloon with air. You feel your heart rise. And then as you exhale, let it all release. And do that a few times. Just as a way to, to, again, calm your mind and to connect with your body. And then once you're there connected, ask yourself, is this decision, if I go with this job or this home or this whatever major decision or this relationship, if I go with this, does it feel constricted or does it feel expansive? Does it feel scary but exciting or does it feel scary and stressful? And look at these questions with different angles, really noticing how your body feels. When you think about going in that direction, do you feel constricted? Does your heart beat a little faster? Do you feel sick in your stomach? Do you feel tension in your shoulders? Do you feel a constriction? Do you think you're making this decision because you're afraid? You're fearful in some way. You're trying to control the outcome. Or does it feel exciting? Does it feel like a breath of fresh air? Does it feel scary, but a good scary, (laughs) right? Where you feel like it's a loving decision. It's good for your for your soul. It's in line with where you want to go. It just feels right. Now your mind wants logic. Your mind wants answers. Your mind wants outcomes that are secure. And unfortunately, life is not always like that. Life is very unknown. Now we can, like we said, plan for the unknown. There's certain things that happen that we know is going to happen because it's the nature of owning a car. It's the nature of owning a home. It's the nature of having a job. There are things that we have to prepare for. Living in a budget, right? That is something that would be helpful so that you don't run out of money because you know that if you have a family and you have utilities and you have food that you need to buy, that you need a certain amount of money each month. Okay, that's being uh, mindful and intentional and making good, healthy choices. What we're talking about today are those times when we're not letting go of something because we're afraid. Are you in a job that you cannot stand? that is sucking your soul, that you haven't given yourself the time to let go, to move on, to look for something else because you're so tunnel visioned that you just think, well, I just, this is the only job I can get and it pays my rent and I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I don't have any other options. And so therefore I'm just going to keep going and keep suffering. And because I know at least this outcome feels right because it's all I know. Are you in a relationship that's toxic or draining, but you're staying in it and you know in your heart, you know it's time. You know you've stayed too long, but you're scared. Is it a scary that's constricted? If you leave, does it feel more expansive? Or if you stay and work on it, does that feel more expansive? Where is the love? Where is the fear? What is the drive here? When do you need to practice letting go, practice surrendering, 
and practice trusting that your life is unfolding and that you can find flow if you let go a little. So that is my challenge for all of us. I'm speaking to myself as well today. I don't know if I've shared this analogy on the podcast. I've done this um, with some of my coaching clients, but I'm going to share it here because I think it's really powerful. You know, sometimes we have mountains in front of us, and sometimes we have to climb up those mountains. There's no getting around the mountain till we climb up it. But at some point, we have to look and say, is this mountain worth climbing? Are we going to get to the top and see the amazing view, or is the mountain endless? Will I ever get to the top if I keep climbing up this mountain? And then look and see, do you have flow in your life? Do you feel ease? You know, like salmons, how they have to swim against the current? Well, they're like the only fish that does that. Most fish swim with the current. And that is flow. That is ease. That is movement. And so think of yourself as water. If you're ready for movement, you're sick of staying stuck, you're sick of climbing the same mountain and never seeing a new view. It's time for you to rethink. It's time for you to let go. It's time for you to evolve. Instead of being a hiker up the mountain, do you need to get in a boat and go on the river that's going around that mountain, carving its own path? If you envision that you're in the river on a, on a kayak and you are going to ca- go follow the water that's carving its own path around the mountain, Doesn't that feel like ease to imagine you being in the flow rather than always hiking up the current or the mountain? So our challenge today for you and me, when we are making decisions now going forward, I want us to find silence. I want us to get out of our heads. I want us to connect with our bodies and Notice when we feel constricted in our bodies, when we're thinking about a decision that needs to be made, and notice when we feel expansiveness. Now, there's always going to be a sense of fear. We are human. We are afraid of the unknown. But what unknown is worse? Is it worse to stay stuck in that job you hate or that relationship that's toxic? Or is it worse to let time go by without you following that inner passion, making that dream happen? Because you know what? Time's going to pass regardless. The days go. How do you want to spend your days? Where can you let go a little of the control so that you can invite a little more joy, invite a little more inspiration, invite a little more passion, ease, flow, love into your life? Now, there are times when we hold on to something for so long And we're just on the brink of a breakthrough. And those are usually the times when we feel like giving up. So I am not telling you to give up on your dreams because surrendering is not about giving up. You know where your heart is. You may not know because your mind is mucking it all up. But when you allow yourself to get quiet, when you allow your mind to be still for a little while, I promise you, you will start reconnecting to that inner knowing. 
And so you will start to know, is this a time where I give up? Is this a time where I'm wanting to give up, but I'm so close and I'm giving up too soon because I'm sabotaging that myself? Is this a time where I need to accept my failures and just not give up, but just do something differently? Is this a time where I need to ask for help? I'm trying to do it all on my own. So maybe I don't have to give up completely, but I need to ask for support. Is this a time to stop being so tunnel visioned and stop working so hard so I can still enjoy my life while I'm working towards this thing that I'm not ready to give up on? Wherever you're at in your life, follow your heart. Follow your bliss. Go what, where your passion is. We need a balance of our mind and body. So what we're trying to do is fee- bring an alignment to the two. You don't want to just completely follow your heart and say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to set up a, a budget or an emergency fund for my home or my car. I'm just going to trust the universe. And you're not going to do that, but what, what we tend to do is the opposite. We tend to be so stuck in our heads and we, and we are so logical and so rational and so fear-based that we don't listen to our hearts anymore. We stuff our hearts. We ignore what, they're, what it's trying to say. And so what I'm trying to do with this show is to say, where do you need to let your mind surrender? Where do you need to invite a little more trust into your life? When do you make decisions based on fear and when do you make them based on love? And how are you going to start discerning between the two? That's the practice today. What does surrendering look like to you? I'd love for you to go to a Free Spirit Life community on Facebook, find our group, and share. Share with us. What does surrendering look like to you? If you have questions, you can email me, Shannon, at a freespiritlife.com. And if you are ready to dive deeper and to work more personally with me as a life coach or with a group in our Live Freely Circle, just go to afreespiritlife.com. Check out my website. I am now offering 15-minute free discovery calls, so there's no obligation. You can sign up today for a free call and learn more about coaching and see if it might be a good fit for your life. I have some amazing interviews coming your way. And I will just see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye.